0: Hello and welcome back to the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stishon, and once again I'm bringing you one of the scariest, creepiest, and most skin-crawling tales of terror that the golden age of radio had to offer. This week's story is about a reporter who finds a Jane Doe. This week's story is about a reporter who finds a Jane Doe with a mysterious doll clutched in her arms, and begs to ask the question, who can you really trust? Today... The cast of B.K. Dawson and myself reincarnate Death of a Doll from the Inner Sanctum Mysteries, which originally aired on October 18th, 1948. So turn off the lights, gather round, and remember, these tales scared your grandpappy first, and enjoy the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. This is the story of Willie Harper and the Devil and how Willie, on his first assignment for the Morning Blade, finds himself at two in the morning sweating nervously in the murky shadows of a riverfront street in the lower city. Willie has a gun in his pocket, and a doll that belongs to a dead girl tucked under his arm. A block away, leaning against one of the street lamps, impassive, grotesque, ape-like, is the devil waiting for Willie.
1: I keep saying this is 1948, I keep saying this is Manhattan, and I keep saying whether you believe in the devil or not, you don't meet him until you're dead. But believe me, that's the devil over there under that lamp. At three o'clock, he's coming for me. Sure, you've got the right to think I'm crazy, standing around waiting to be killed, with a doll underneath my arm. This all started ten days ago, around five o'clock in the afternoon at the city morgue. McGrundy, the night editor, sent me there on my first assignment. The morgue, he said, was a good place to start for stories.
0: Looks like you might be in luck. Oh yeah? How's that? Come around the table. What's your name? Will Harper. Well, all right, Willie. Come on down to the coolers with me. Unless I'm very wrong, I've got a story in there for you. A girl in locker number seven. Been here four days. Tomorrow, we close the case on her. What does that mean, Mr. Jackson? It means, in spite of everything the police have been able to do, they can't find out her name, where she lived, or anyone that knew her. How was she found? Tugboat crew fished her out of the East River. Tomorrow she goes to the city burial grounds in a plain box marked Jane Doe. That's horrible. Just dying and nobody to. Do you think she was murdered? There's not a mark on her. Police say she wasn't, but I want you to look at her face. Tell me what you think. This is Jane Doe. I want you to see her face, Willie. Tell me what you see in it.
1: A strange emotion shook me. She didn't seem dead to me. Her skin was perfect ivory. Her hair was fine, spun copper. Her lips twisted slightly. I I blushed and turned away, imagining to myself what those lips must looked like with life's color in them. Jackson led me back to his office without speaking. As I lit a shaky cigarette, he fished a brown paper bag out of his desk. He handed it to me, tilting it forward as he did so. Mama!
0: Mama! What the devil? Yeah, and when they pulled her out, she was clutching this doll close to her. Even the doll hasn't helped trace her. The police are through with it.
1: Mr. Jackson, you'll think I'm nuts, but I suddenly feel sore, boiling mad. I don't know why, but I think
0: she was murdered. The, the, the look on her face... Kinda asks you to help. Yes! A dead girl nobody wants, and a doll. There's your story, Willie. Too bad you didn't know her before.
1: Yeah, thanks.
0: Here, uh, take the doll along with you. Mama! Mama!
1: I beat it back to the paper on fire to do a story about the dead girl and her doll. As I gave Mick Grundy my report, he stared at me. When I got through, he had sort of a twisted grin on his face. Sort of know-it-all. He grunted and tilted the paper-wrapped doll forward. Mama!
0: Mama! Think she was murdered, huh? Yes. Well, cops don't think so. They're closing her case tomorrow. Yep. No clues? Facts? Anything outside of this doll? None. I'll give you one more day to find out the nasty character who did this horrible thing. Cops have been wrong before. Go ahead. I'll get a story. Take your dolly along with you. And keep falling for those dead ones, Harper. You're better off.
1: Now I know why I resented that crack of McGrundy's. Half an hour later, disgusted with my own morbidity, I went to my room before going out to eat. (laughs) Slammed the door and tossed the doll into a chair. I couldn't shake the feeling that the nameless girl in the morgue had something to say to me. If only the dog could talk, could tell me about her. What was she like? Was her voice soft? Was she kind? Who was cruel to her? Who killed her, doll? Who? I grinned sheepishly at myself in the mirror, and with that gesture, this story really begins. The next few moments remain electrifyingly vivid. I had set the doll down on the burrow. I didn't even touch it, wasn't even looking at it when a new sound came from it. Cara nana. Cara nana. I stared at the crumpled, ridiculous fool. Almost afraid to touch it again, but I had to. I picked it up and tilted it limply. Kara That was what I had heard. A sound. A sound only? No. Somehow I thought it was more than a sound, a name, maybe a name. Half because I didn't want to stay alone with the doll any longer, and half on a hunch, I stuffed the doll back into its bag and went back to the paper. I went straight for the reference room files, the doll stuffed under my arm. What are you looking for? I want to know if you got anything on the files on someone named Karanana, spelt with a K or a C. Ooh, (laughs) What's funny? You seem amused.
0: Don't tell me he's around again. If you've got a lead on Karanana, you've got some story. Oh, will you get me some clips on him? I'll get you Meyer's Anthropology. I'm sure he's in there. Anthropology? Why, who is he? The devil.
1: Karanana. Of course, an almost forgotten myth from Asia. Lucifer on earth, wearing out one body after another, walking the earth always. I remember it now from college. I decided on a long walk down Fifth Avenue. I think I would have given up the whole thing then, but the face of the girl in the morgue blanked out other thoughts. When I reached Washington Square, it was dusk. The sidewalk artists were packing up their canvases as I passed them. All but one, that is. He was a tall, angular man with a completely bald head, whose four or five paintings had the advantage of a street light. The man paid no attention to me until at the sight of one painting, I stiffened in utter shock.
0: What's the matter, friend? My stuff that bad? That one, the one with the girl. Woman with a doll, I call it. You like it? Who's the girl? Do you know her? Tell me. Sorry, I'm just selling oil paintings here, friend. I'm no dating bureau. No, 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 no. You, you've got me all wrong. I've got a good reason for asking. Look, I'll
1: prove it. Here. Isn't this the doll you painted with the girl?
0: Where'd you get that? I haven't seen Hazel in a week. She left for the coast. I gave her that doll to pose with. What's wrong? Hazel is dead. Dead? Where is she? If I tell
1: you, will you promise to say nothing for a while? I'm a reporter for the Blade. My name is Will Harper.
0: I won't say anything unless I believe you had something to do with this. Where is she? I'll take you to her. She's at the city morgue.
1: An hour later, we came out of the morgue. Beau Cousin simply had nodded at my questioning look. Seeing the girl again, knowing her name now added emotions I already felt for her. I had a sudden impulse as we stood in the street. I handed the artist Hazel's doll. Are you giving me that doll? No no, I want it back, but I want you to tilt it. Kara Nana! What did that sound like to you? What did you
0: hear? The doll said Kara Nana. You heard it too. Say that name again. What did you hear the doll say? I distinctly heard it say Kara. Nana. Then I'm not crazy. Do you know who Kara Nana is, Mr. Cousins? I'm afraid I do. It's the most fantastic coincidence I've ever encountered. Why? Do you know who Kara Nana is? The devil. Lucifer. Satan. Quite. I think we better go back to my place and talk this out. Certainly, if what I think is true is true, then no one will believe us. What do you think? That Hazel was murdered. By Karenana,
1: I followed Beau cousin silently along the dark streets of the lower city. His long legs led us finally to a dingy, narrow, fish-fowl street where we climbed an outside stair to a warehouse.
0: I met her at the mission house and conceived the idea of painting her with that doll somehow that just seemed right to me. Go on well, we worked here for three weeks on the painting. I paid her enough so that she could go to California. a dream of hers. One night as we walked the streets nearby, Karanana appeared, or a man who calls himself that. The devil, or the human form of the devil, whichever you choose to think. There... there
1: can't be such a thing.
0: The devil is just a myth. Is he? I met him in Istanbul eight years ago in a cafe. I did a painting of him. What's he like? Squat, massive man. Ape-like. And as I painted them, he admitted to me such crimes I could hardly hold my brush. He made his living as a professional murderer. Very discreetly, very cleverly, and very effectively. Why didn't you turn him in? (laughs) Really? I like to paint, and I like to live. He was so pleased with the picture I made and gave him that he told me any time I needed to rid myself of some embarrassing person, he'd be around. Lucky you. But who believed that story? We do, Willie, and that's the important thing. You have any spare cash? Why? I got about $150. If you can make up the difference, I think we'd claim Hazel's body and give the child a decent burial. I fixed it up
1: with Jackson at the morgue. Beau Cousins and I plus two gravediggers in the city cemetery were watching a bright new casket being lowered into a new grave.
0: Man that is born of woman hath but a short time to live, and is full of misery. He cometh up, and is cut down like a flower. He fleeth as it were a shadow, and never continueth in one stay. In the midst of life, we are in death. Thanks, Bo. I liked her too, Willie. You're a nice guy, Willie. Wouldn't you rather go now?
1: No, let's wait until she's covered over. I want to talk to you. I've just gotten an idea. I know how to get to Karanana. And I will be very glad to see that you're buried right here next to Hazel. I see things a lot clearer now that Hazel has a name and a past for me. If there's a man named Karanana, as you say, I think he's human
0: and that's an even chance. Maybe Karanana isn't the one. And I'll find out. In any case, do you want to help? In any way short of being discreetly disposed of,
1: yes. Swell. Karanana said he'd do a little job for you whenever
0: you wanted him to. Right? That's right. Then you get in touch with him and say that I. Sorry, Willie. My merchant of death is unreachable. He shows up when he wants to. All right, all right. I'll wait. But when he does, you've got a murder for him to do. I have? Who?
1: Me. That was a week ago. An exciting week for me, covering all sorts of stuff in the paper. I had begun thinking that Bo Cousins was an imaginative phony. Even my editor, McGrundy, had stopped kidding with me about Hazel's doll being perched on my desk. Then this morning at 9.30, I got a call. Morning Blade, Willie Harper here.
0: Greetings and farewell, Willie Harper. It's Bo Cousins.
1: Oh, what's up?
0: The devil's in town, Willie. He wants to see you. Karanana? Yeah, I saw him last night. He was delighted to help me get rid of you. I see. I told him you was a reporter planning a story about art, which tore my work to pieces. What's the matter, Willie? Change your mind?
1: No, 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 no. no. Did he say where?
0: He never lets his clients in on the details, but what he did say is I'd be rid of you by 3 o'clock tomorrow morning.
1: Thanks, Bo. I'll be seeing you.
0: Quite seriously, Willie? I hope so. Remember, bullets don't work on some things. Goodbye.
1: So long. By three this morning, he said. I didn't know where, exactly when, or if I could get the drop on the devil and force the truth about Hazel out of him. I stuffed the doll into a bag and
0: started out, but McGrundy caught me. Harper. Yeah? Woman shot through the back of the head playing solitaire at 147 Parkway North. Husband's with her. Go out on it and phone it in. Right.
1: When I hit the lobby downstairs, an uncountable chill got me in the small of the back. Something made me stop short and turn around. It was my first look at Karanana. He was leaning against the phone booth. He was leaning against the phone booth, a heavy set, ill shaped man whose arms sloped weirdly from his neck into a heavy stump. He was eyeing me impassively. The game was on. I grabbed the cab to get my story just the same. I phoned the stuff in from the cigar store across the street. When I stepped out of the booth, Karanana had just bought some cigarettes. He turned to me as I froze, waiting.
0: Some murder across the street, huh?
1: Yeah. How'd you know?
0: I get around. Murder a hobby of yours, mister? No. It's strictly business. So long. That's
1: the kind of thing that went on all day. McGrundy kept me on the hop, and no matter where I went, Karanana was there ahead of me. This afternoon, I got to my room long enough to pick up my Luger pistol and the license I have to carry it. He was waiting for me when I came out.
0: Better put that inside your coat pocket. It shows on your hip. I'll be seeing you. It's quarter
1: to three now. Fifteen minutes, and he hasn't moved from under that lamp post in two hours. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting another minute. I'm going to meet the devil and have done with it. He doesn't move. Will a bullet do it? Can I trick him into admitting Hazel's murder? Or will he kill me first?
0: Well, here I am. Yes, I see. What can I do for you? It's almost three o'clock. You know, you are right. Time sure flies. Well, time to me to get on home, I guess. So long, Willie.
1: It's a trick. It's a fiend's trick. He's leaving me with only a few minutes to go. I've got to stop this. I can't go through with it. I'll go to Bo's place. I'll tell him to call it off. Uh, I don't want to die. Willie! Bo! I was running for your place. I thought you might be down this way. You look scared to death. You should be, I guess. I've got the high, Bo. Let's beat it somewhere.
0: It's almost three. All right, quick. Come across the street, Willie. There's a broken down pier over there. It's dark here, Willie. We'll be safe here for a while. You've certainly worked yourself up, huh? Is that the door there? Uh, uh, Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I carried it. Well, I'm glad you did. You got your gun with you? Yeah, my Luger. Let me have it. You're too wrought up. Here. Now just be still for a moment. It's three o'clock. Yeah, three o'clock. Time for us to part. What do you mean? You're not a very astute person, are you, Willie? Well, maybe Hazel's dog can tell you. Tara Nana. Tara Nana. You no, no, Bo. This is crazy. The same water that received Hazel is at your back, Willie, and the time is three. And tomorrow. You'll be fished out with that doll under your arm. You, your Karenana. Farewell, Willie. Hazel, poor sweet child, learn the same truth by accident. Oh, you dirty, filthy! <laughs> Farewell, Willie, and you shall take your. Drop him! No, I said, drop him. I will not! Karenana never dies. How's the head feel now, Willie? Oh, better, Mr. McGrundy. My professional pride hurts more. Well, it needn't. You followed through like an old-timer, didn't you, Inspector McShay? How could I have taken you for the devil, Inspector McShay? <laughs> I've been called worse. How did not
1: you know where I was going to be through all that? Where I was going to be in the end?
0: You see, I cover the morgue, really. When a young guy decides to claim a corpse, it's time to follow up on it. You seemed okay, but cousins turned out to be wanted as a professional killer.
1: So you tagged me to get to him?
0: Yes. He was after you, there's no doubt about it. And here's your doll, Willie.
1: Yeah. Huh. I tilt the doll and nothing happens. No sound. Must be broke. I guess she doesn't have to speak anymore, Mr. McGrundy. I think the doll is dead.
0: And that concludes our reincarnation of The Death of a Doll from the Inner Sanctum Mysteries In another episode of the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. I'd like to thank BK Dawson for helping me bring the script back to life. And new episodes of the Reincarnated Radio Podcast can be found every Thursday on Podbean and anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram so you never miss an announcement. And leave us a review while you're at it. Tell us what you think. Hopefully we raised a hair or two. But for now, that's it for me, Dave Stishon and the rest of us at the Reincarnated Radio Podcast, where we scared your grandpappy first.